0: It's astounding, time is fleeting, madness takes its toll, but listen closely to Sink Floyd, the podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler. And come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. It's James Barron. Hello. Hello,
1: Gareth. It's me, the muscle-bound member of the show. I'm so (laughs) glad that this is an audio podcast because otherwise you'd be blinded by the light uh, reflecting off of my rippling abs. How are you? Um, How is it going? It's going well. Good. How, How are you? I'm doing great. I'm very excited to talk about this wonderful wonderful flick rocky horror picture show a absolute banger of a movie Mm. um what is your history with this flick had you seen it before today
0: i'm i'm worried i've told the story before but it is like it's my rocky horror story so Mm. like i can't tell (laughs) like if i've told it on another episode and i don't tell it on the episode about rocky horror picture show what am i doing yeah but we had this on VHS growing up. Oh, nice. And my parents would play it, like, they would watch it a lot, but mm. would only ever watch as far as Sweet Transvestite, often only as far as um, Time Warp. I think yeah. getting that bonus song in might have been a mistake, <laughs> <laughs> but um, not like in a bad way, it's just like, I think they didn't run to the VHS in time. Yeah. So I have an incredibly strong memory of this movie right up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole extra, like, hour of it that years and years later, like, I think I was in early high school, we finally got to watch the whole film as a family. Oh, wow. And, like, it takes a very sexy turn. Oh, yeah. Very abruptly. Absolutely. So I'd never never seen Rocky, the eponymous- Whoa! The man whose horror picture show it was. Wow. Yeah, I knew I didn't know about Eddie, even though I was like brought up on meatloaf. Like, Man. so when he showed up, I was like, "Hang on,
1: <laughs> hang on, yeah. my meatloaf?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, like, because obviously, early high school, everything sexy feels weird mm. in like a weird way, and just to know that my parents, this like thing we shared, was like had this wow, very like free energy. Mm. And it was like a very strange time like the initial watch but now like i've seen it in its entirety many more times mm-hmm. um i've been to a screening Whoa, one of the cool. ones where everyone yells at the screen and like throws oh. throws rice and everything awesome um, yeah i so yeah thoroughly love this film what's your relationship with it
1: similar honestly another one that was uh yeah my parents also a big fan of the film. Uh, mm. Definitely showed it. I think they did show it to us in, in its entirety uh, when we were quite young. I think, like, before, like, m- high school, I saw it, mm. uh, the whole thing, but, like, wasn't even attuned to, like, what sex meant, I think. Yeah. So, it was probably <laughs> fine. So, I sort of had the, like, opposite upbringing with it. <laughs> yes, it's, like, definitely one that uh, is deep in my, my childhood and- mm. uh, yeah, like I, I had no like strong feelings about it like other like either way really growing up. Um like in terms of it's how sexy it is. Uh but like I don't know, I didn't have that same kind of um like Berenstein Bears situation where mm. you're like something <laughs> that you always remembered one way changes suddenly. Like that is that is a, such a strange thing to have happen. But I am also mad jealous that you've seen it in cinema and done the whole mm. thing. The ceremony of Rocky Horror, like, dressing as the characters and throwing popcorn and yelling at the screen and stuff. I would love to do that. Um, it's so good. If
0: um, any listeners are in Auckland, in the next month or so, I think there's two separate screenings happening. Hell yeah. Are, like gonna be this get on down this this episode
1: is prepping you for that exact experience so you'll exactly yeah you'll have all the
0: cues you'll know when to put pink floyd on (laughs) (laughs) well that's the thing this is like we all podcasters owe this movie so much because this is the first film to really come alive in the like extracurricular like Mm. it was the first film where people would go to a midnight screening solely to interact with it to yell at the screen at certain times to you know get up and play along and then shadow casts came up where essentially the movie will play and people will be playing well recreating the whole movie in costume lip syncing along right in front of it amazing yeah, and those are, like, huge things that happen, even, like, yeah, in little old New Zealand. Wow. Um, yeah, and it's quite, like, I'm shocked we're the first people I could find who have done this. The other thing people in the 70s did to interact with movies. Which wow. is listen to, it well, or watch it on mute while listening to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Man, pioneers, who
1: knew? Yeah. Man, like, you would think that this would be the most likely candidate, other than, Mm. like, 2001 A Space Odyssey or something like that, or Alice in Wonderland, I guess. But, like
0: like yeah for which we haven't covered
1: yeah fuck off we're not doing those (laughs) no (laughs) um anyway (laughs) yeah like so yeah i'm a a big advocate of not talking in the cinema at all i get really really upset Mm. if people are ruining the experience for other people it drives one of the things that drives me up the wall completely this is the sole exception Uh, and like really yeah it is like fucking i think this is like the coolest thing ever Um, Mm. having this like such cult hit, um, uh, ceremony surrounding the movie and like this, like without this, we wouldn't have had the same thing happening, uh, in the room. Um, Mm. shout outs to episode one of our show. Um, (laughs) also like, I feel like this led to the kind of thing like, um, uh, mystery science theater and Mm. that kind of whole talking over movies idea as like a humorous thing so yeah right, it's definitely deep in the lineage of like comedy podcasting about film like yeah. so we owe it a lot and I hope we do it justice <laughs> Listeners, yeah. the pressure is bloody on and we're feeling it yeah. we are bloody c- pressure cooking in our little uh cupboard studios alright for your benefit <laughs> we've
0: delayed this record twice and we yeah. were saying before we started recording like this is a high pressure episode mhm yeah, so I hope I'm like, it. did I tell my one Rocky Horror anecdote well enough? No, oh, you no. nailed it.
1: We're good. We're <laughs> we're fine so far. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. Yes. It's only downhill from here. Yeah. Get excited, listeners. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, Rocky Horror. What a banger of a film. Bloody love it. Hmm. Spoiler-free review. Fucking watch this movie if you haven't. It's astounding. <laughs> 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 All right. It's like yeah. such a good experience. And rewatching it for the show was such a joy. I, like, loved revisiting this. I probably haven't seen Rocky Horror in, like, eight years or something. Wow. And, like, watching it again, just, oh, it it brightened my whole week. I absolutely Mm. loved it. And then synced it with Pink Floyd, and it was also good. So, (laughs) you know, um, oh, can't wait to talk about it. Should
0: we do it, friend? Yeah. Yeah, it's the only way Mm mm-hmm let's yeah let's do what we do best okay how did it
1: sync with the magnum opus dark side of the moon let's do it okay opening title speak to me you know the drill um the fox fanfare of this uh 20th century fox that is uh is covered by like keys and drums uh it's not that your typical fanfare um i like that everything in this is like a stage production Mm. through and through Because if you didn't know, Rocky Horror was a stage production before it was a film, and
0: it's simply the Rocky Horror Show, the added picture when it became a picture.
1: Exactly, and (laughs) the roots of this movie are so deep in the theatre. Like, yeah, it is uh, featuring many people. Like some of most of many people in the cast of this movie were in the original um, stage production, and. It's, like, it's just a love letter to theatre in a lot of ways, and also just, like, uh, acting in general, yeah. and, and being the freedom that that offers. It's 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 a wonderful piece of media. Um, yeah.
0: The whole, like, I guess, camp scene of the 70s. Oh, yeah. Like, just that freedom of drag and punk and, mm. like, goth, like, all, all together. Yeah. Just for, like, and finally, like, getting it out as a mainstream movie. That although it did bomb, like when it came out, oh, like, you know, it lives on in such a way now that it's introducing this scene and this world to so many people.
1: Unbelievable
0: yeah. to me that it bombed. That is outrageous. Wild, right? oh, yeah.
1: I would kill to read reviews of this when it came out because like, oh, you would feel so vindicated if you gave this a good review. <laughs> yeah. Right. And everyone, like, fucking Roger Ebert's like, this is a piece of trash. And you're
0: like, yeah, get dunked. Remember when, (laughs) (laughs) Roger? You fool. You've, like, framed your review on it. That's in the, like, free newspaper they hand out at the cafe. And you're like, I was the only person saying it was good. Oh, the dream.
1: (laughs) Hmm. So good. That's the ultimate, like, here's what I would have said to the bully talking to yourself in the shower (laughs) moment. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. Yes, so we get the opening titles here, um, with these big old red lips singing Mm a wee uh, song to us with- filled with, uh, classic horror movie references and yeah, over the song science fiction double feature, which holy shit does this song rule. It's such a beautiful track, um- Absolutely love it. But we are having an equally beautiful track, Pink (laughs) Floyd's Breathe, (laughs) playing Mm. over top. And I'm quite happy about that, honestly. I feel like they're a good match in terms of tone. Both fairly serene and, like, celebratory, I would say. Mm. Um, Yeah, loving it. Uh, Yeah. Having these huge lips as well, just just singing away, is just such a great way to- such an iconic way to open a, a movie. Um, if this were a Rolling Stones show, we would
0: be fucking eating right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but tragically we are not. Also, the titles, like, so the lips freeze and actual titles come up and that happens as soon as Mm -hmm. the guitars kick in for Breathe. Yes. The lips stop speaking to me once the song Speak to Me stops.
1: Oh, mate. So many syncs already. (laughs) We're in for a bloody treat. I'm loving it. Mm hmm. Also, the font for this is, like, very campy horror themed as well. It's the blood drippy font, um, you yeah. know, which, like, I feel like probably made either, like, it's like a reference to, like, 50s horror movies and things like that, black and white horrors. Um But also, it's like, I just couldn't stop thinking about how much better this font is than the font chiller.
0: <laughs> Shout outs to yeah. chiller. Oh, No shout-outs to Chiller on this end. Chiller comes free with Microsoft computers, right?
1: I believe so, yes. Uh, It's the, like, blood smear font, and it bloody sucks. I feel like Mm. every design student used it uh,
0: back
1: (laughs) in the day. Being like, hey, Uh, man,
0: this project, it's got a little bit of itch. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm going to put Chiller in red on black, and then add... Old paper texture on top. Oh, yeah. This was my move. Stop
1: getting out of my year 11 um, design playbook. God.
0: So easy. Uh, Uh, I, like, this is a super graphic design thing. Yeah. And nothing to do with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was trying to make something look as 90s as possible. And I just had Mm. a huge flashback to studying graphic design in high school. And everyone just Googling grunge texture.
1: And oh, then you yeah. just
0: chuck that on top on Photoshop and you, you're away laughing. Call
1: it a grunge day, mate. Grunge
0: texture. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Bloody love the grunge texture. <laughs> so, it puts in so much work. Set that yeah. as a mask. Woo! <laughs> Goddamn. Anyway. That's
0: right. <laughs> oh, man. This Podcast. If you could see it, it's in grunge texture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially the first episodes.
1: Wow. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, yeah. Also, we go into um, On the Run before the credits end here, Mm. um, which adds, like, a little bit of heightened tension, as it does all the time. But, like, uh, it's not, you know, it's not a sync with anything. No. Um, And then, from here, we begin the film proper, uh, with the wedding of Betty and Ralph. Uh, who are not important. Um, just, <laughs> they are friends of our two heroes, a hero and heroine, um, Brad Majors, uh, played by Barry Botswick, who I basically only know from, like, The Spin or whatever it is, that, like, Michael J. Fox... Uh, That's right. Spin City, yeah. that was what it was called. Yeah. Um, and uh, Janet Weiss, ba- played by Susan Sarandon, of course um looking very very young susan yeah the (laughs) Uh, absolute
0: legend yeah for real um probably like did this launch your career maybe um yeah pretty much so like there was they were trying to get a sequel off the ground and she by that point had blown up and there was Mm -hmm. like they couldn't afford her man wonder what a
1: sequel of this would look like pretty insane god Um, there is
0: there is a script that is floating around i can't remember what it's called but the idea is Brad Majors is so changed by this experience. He goes Whoa. and becomes like a drag performer. Whoa. And then his brother has to go track him down. So it's quite different Wow, <laughs> some things. Man. Yeah, it fell through, but you can find... I think you can read the script online. Man, that sounds great. It
1: sounds like yeah. this movie, but with a grunge texture. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Um, yeah, so there, these two are in attendance at this wedding. And also here... In the background, even here, I just want to point out uh, Magenta, mm. Riff Raff, and Dr. Frank himself, all in attendance at this wedding. Um, Frank is playing the part of, like, the pastor, and Magenta and Riff Raff are uh, posed as, uh, effectively, American Gothic. Um, yeah. <laughs> another, like, art reference. Direct comparison in the movie, though. I believe this um, painting is in there, like, their mansion and that's why they address this way but yeah um pretty great
0: yeah that was something i didn't notice as a child but i suppose Mm. i wasn't as familiar with their faces because they were just characters from a 30 minute movie i'd seen
1: yeah (laughs) i mean you aren't really expected to get the american gothic (laughs) reference at age like 13 (laughs) you know as well yeah um it's kind of fair uh but yeah um there's like a bit of carry on here. Janet catches the bouquet, um, leading us into the crash sound in On the Run. Mm. Uh, the crash sound of impending adulthood, as, um, <laughs> yeah, Brad uh, proposes effectively through song uh, with Damn It, Janet is the song playing by the way song titles in this movie hilarious some of them yeah i had not read like the track (laughs) listing of the rocky horror picture show before because they all just it feels it's like a typical musical right and that like Mm. people just burst into song without introduction or anything and so like you don't really know the names of any of the tracks that are playing um yeah but but yeah so finding all the names for this was like a new joy for me on this watch Um, yes um But yeah, I love that this, uh, this like happy love romance kind of song is playing with like thunder and lightning (laughs) ominous in the background, Mm. which is great in the like between section of, uh, between, uh, time and on the run here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just these ominous chords and ominous thunderclouds as these two characters are unbeknownst singing about how in love with each other they are. Um, amazing stuff.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, and yeah, like providing backup vocals, Riff Raff and Magenta are still here as well. And they are like, uh, <laughs> just like very frustrated with these people that are still at the church and are like cleaning up after them. <laughs> like, yeah. I think Brad like draws a little heart on the, um, the door to the chapel in chalk and they just immediately wipe it <laughs> off, <laughs> which is just such a fun little detail. Um, yeah. Yeah, Uh, they end the song um, deciding to go and visit their dear friend, Dr. Everett Scott, who um, was their teacher in uh, college that uh, they met in his class. And so they're going to go like thank him for getting them together, basically, is the idea. Yeah. Also in the background here, the uh, chapel attendees are preparing for a funeral. (laughs)
0: Yeah, they bring out a whole coffin.
1: (laughs) So good i lo- I love just like the the heavy handed <laughs> like <laughs> foreboding mm yeah, amazing stuff there's like a bunch of like um other parts here in the wedding as well that um could potentially be foreboding but could also just be read as like typical marriage stuff, like I believe written on the car, it's like um. She got hers tonight, he'll get his or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as well. Written shaving foam. By the way, this is a thing in um weddings that I don't think we do anymore, but was super common like around that era. People like you'd drive away in the car with like the cans dangling behind, but you'd also mm. like write messages all over the car in shaving foam. Um
0: apparently it's were a they thing. always about like my friends are gonna have sex oh, on yeah. their wedding
1: night they were usually like incredibly inappropriate i know mainly wow. from my own parents wedding video um which is <laughs> which was my science fiction double feature watching rocky <laughs> horror and then that um so yeah like it, it's definitely a thing at least in my family and in uh betty and unknown partner uh ralph um Mm. their family as well so there you go wow it's just a a just the
0: idea of you watching your parents wedding video i'm just picturing you dressed like a little riffraff as the church goer mate i'm always dressed like a little (laughs) riffraff
1: that's a fun fact (laughs) you know we're both like balding but still have scraggly hair um we both have (laughs) imp-like features (laughs) Mate, I aspire both to be- Both server master. Yeah. yeah. I both- We- Yeah. <laughs> Are you my Dr. Frank? Gosh.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: no, I aspire to be Riff Ramp. What a guy. Yeah. Fantastic. It's definitely
0: a Halloween costume I've wanted to do many, many times. and just haven't, like- Yeah. Mainly finding the right wig has been too hard. Yeah. I've been
1: a, a like, a, a ventriloquist doll <laughs> puppet for- Uh, two of the like last four halloweens that i've been to so i'd feel like riffraff's even too close to that like (laughs) i've got i've figured out a look that works for me (laughs) (laughs) you know um but that's fine maybe i'll be riffraff this year who knows that'll be pretty sweet excited for 2022 um okay uh we cut from here to The Criminologist, um mm. played by Charles Grey, who has uh like uh in retrospect of the night's events is giving us the the story here. Bit of exposition. Um really good. Um played by bloody ex Prime Minister Muldoon in um the stage production when it took place in New Zealand. <laughs> what pretty insane yeah that's a sweet that's wild fact. i know yeah <laughs> so if you're from new zealand you'll uh and know your history that you'll get that and be like what really and yeah <laughs> the fact that he was down for it is pretty rad um yeah. uh but yeah anyway um wow yeah but uh charles gray is fantastic love this guy um mm. has an excellent vibe uh as being just yeah. like like, vaguely domineering uh, detective-y type uh, here yeah. in his his office with a globe and, like,
0: many volumes <laughs> of an encyclopedia. <laughs> um, yeah, he's great. Um, yeah. He chimes in on, like, the songs as well, and he just, like, drops in kind of speaking the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like a guy who's, like, listened to a podcast about a song before and is, like, at the party, like... Uh, It's just a jump to the left, actually.
1: Yeah. Oh, it is great that they did it that way. I really like
0: Mm. it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's like, he's effectively giving like a police report of everything of the night's events. So, the fact that he's like very serious um, and then eventually breaks character a couple times is a Mm. lot of fun. Um, But yeah, he's like looking over the file photos of these two kids and also um, the doctor Everett Scott. Um, with like in this huge book with, uh, a, like neighboring, um, police statement next to it, like a, a statement of events from each of these characters, uh, yeah. which is really good. I would kill to like be able to read each of these cause they would be <laughs> very, very funny. Um, yeah. He's like, it was a night out. They were going to remember for a very long time and yeah, we get the time solo roaring in as mm. he says that. Which is
0: great. That's yeah, a long time as well, you know. It oh, yeah. It sounds like five minutes long. It's a bloody long track. Mm. It's mostly solo. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and yeah, from here, we go back to the kids in the car. And they are, we are placed in 1974 um, because Nixon is on the radio saying that he's not a crook. Um, so, yeah, the year before this movie came out, uh, I believe, is where we're set. Mm. Um, and, like, a year before that, a bloody great album came out. So...
0: Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Connected, you know? Yeah, might be. Might be, might be a link. Did Richard Nixon listen to the album and go, like, hmm, this isn't crooks music. <laughs> <laughs> I'd better keep, better tell people I'm not one. Hmm. Maybe I'm not a crook. <laughs> Except was. Thanks, Floyd. Hey, thanks. Thanks, boys.
1: <laughs> um... Yeah, so uh these, these motorcyclists who are rolling past them like at pace and it's pouring with rain out here. They're like traveling through the woods to go visit the doctor and um, they hit a dead end out here and uh, as they go to reverse, their tire blows and <clears throat> of course the spear tire was uh, damaged and unreplaced as mentioned by the criminologist earlier. And um, yeah, so they're stranded out here in the rain and yeah they decide uh brad decides to go go back to this castle that he saw that they passed and janet's like well i'm gonna come with you uh, because they're in it together Mm. and yeah um uh so they rock up on this castle and uh pink floyd say come home cold when i come home cold and tired yes which is very nice (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) Uh, cause yeah, we get the like, uh, breakdown part of time, effectively the, the tempo change kind of, but, mm. and, um, yeah, they go on up to the gate and there's, um, enter at your own risk is printed on like a massive sign and chiller <laughs> font. Uh, it's great. And yeah, they go on, go on in as, uh, we get into great gig and the yeah. movie is we get the song, um. Uh there's a light over at the Frankenstein place, which is a long title uh for yeah. a song. <laughs> um it's like the entire chorus. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's it's a good one. It's a good wee song. Hmm. I like this one
0: as well. Um Have I told the story on pod about so there was a TV show for kids. I'm going to use all the details because I don't think I'm in any like trouble for it. Okay. There was a kids TV show called Bumble. Mm. Um Like, kind of came out just as we were kind of ending our childhoods. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was produced, I'm pretty sure it was produced in uh, Christchurch, where we were both from. That makes sense. And I ended up growing up and working for the company that initially produced it. And they had a plan to re-release it, but part of that involved, uh, like, figuring out the lengths of all the songs. Oh. So... One day, somehow, I ended up a job watching a dubbed VHS of Bumble episodes. Wow. This this kids' TV show about a singing bee. In every song, I had to hit, like, what time it started and what time it finished. And then I was allowed to name the songs, so I would do this. I would just take every lyric and make it into the song, or into the title. Or I'll just add, like, parents, just add brackets in for, -hmm. like, no real reason. Just make them really long. Just, like, fully, like, yes, one day when they release the Bumble album, oh. I'm going to have, like, people are going to have to wait so long f- for the title to scroll past to see who's singing, like, if it's Bumble or Fishy. Oh, my and then, God. after that, I think probably due to my titles, nothing ever came of that project. Oh, so no. it was a whole... Kind of a whole day wasted. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow. That- and I probably could have been more efficient with my time and just written, like... Bumble birthday song instead of like it's a happy birthday to you and me from Bumble by Bumble.
1: That's no, that's the best. You
0: did a fantastic job. Listen,
1: you understood the assignment, Gareth. You were given a <laughs> task you. and you fucking fulfilled it to the best of your ability and you should yeah. feel proud. You did Bumble Proud, Gareth,
0: is what I'm <laughs> trying to say. Uh zizzles. Well done, <laughs> Gareth. <laughs> oh, what a man. What a bee. <laughs> what a big bee. He was so oh. big. He was massive, like bigger than the mice he was friends with. Oh my
1: god, they were so small compared to him.
0: Man, yeah. I did love Fishy uh, from mm. Bubble as well. We're oh, getting Fishy was great. wisecracking cracking, <laughs> not wise cracking, just wise. Oh, fish puppet,
1: the wisdom of that fish. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we need to get back to Pink Floyd and and, as, and this wonderful film, Gareth. Mm. As much as I want to talk about Bumble for the rest of the night, um,
0: <laughs> people will be so
1: mad. <laughs> I know. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, uh, over at the Frankenstein place, there's a light um, and great gig in the sky. A, a pretty good match, honestly, I thought. Yeah. Um, both sort of like downbeat kind of moments in the the soundtrack and the album in that like mm. uh, fairly like relaxed and like soothing is what I would say of the similarity. Um, yeah, nice. That these yeah. play at the same time. Um, we also see that the motorcyclists are all hitting here, too. Um, there's like a flash of lightning, and we see all their motorcycles parked up at the castle. Um, and yeah. Uh, the song ends also right the, the, over at the Frankenstein place ends right at, on the tempo change in Greg Gig in the Sky as well. Like the, mm. well not tempo change, the like, the, the, like more crooning bit after the like louder, like vocal range, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we get a brief cutaway to the criminologist again, who's like, have they found their salvation
0: here? Hmm? And, uh, yeah. Probably not, but, you know, we'll find out. Um, yeah, if a criminologist is reporting something, it's not going to be... And then they did find their salvation, and they got home.
1: Yeah, and it was all fine. Uh, mm. he's, he's adding the drama, so I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Brad and Janet arrive, and they meet Riff Raff at the door. Um, mm. And, oh, just what a guy. Uh, who plays Riff Raff? He's the... He's one of the co-writers of the yeah. of the film and also the stage show,
0: um, Richard O'Brien.
1: Yes, he is a famous New Zealander. Um, yeah, Richard O'Brien. <laughs> uh, I believe, although
0: he didn't get New Zealand citizenship for ages. Really, we still built a statue of him. <laughs> yeah, he like I believe yeah.
1: he still lives in Hamilton, and there's mm. a statue of him in Hamilton. I just. I, I, I thought about this after watching the movie but how wild would it be to live in the same city
0: as a statue of you like <laughs> fuck that would be wild like it's um it's quite a lot actually It's just the statue of him in full space riffraff yeah and then there's an interactive um sort of like sonic transducer next to it as well and it's like a cool. little park all set up about uh, rocky horror that's rad yeah it's really cool i've been there like three times
1: i really like it i've been to hamilton exactly once and we made Uh. a special stop at that statue
0: oh uh, yeah which is
1: proves how much this movie
0: means to my family (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh actually shout out to hamilton i've had i had one great afternoon there where i just felt like cool things just kept happening like a free coffee at a record store, and then a bunch of free stickers at the same record store. That's sick. Yeah. And then I tried to stop there quite recently, um, over the summer, and that record store had just closed the second we got there. Oh, no. And, like, weirdly, uh, we put in, like, vegan food on our map and walked to, like, (laughs) walked for ages to the, like, worst place that was also just closing. No! (laughs) And ended up just eating at the mall. So, we didn't stop at Hamilton on the way back, but so this might be the longest time i've been since i moved to the north island since i haven't seen the richard o'brien statue wow there you go yeah. man well i hope you have
1: better t- times in hamilton next time you visit and so do mm. i what a what
0: shout out to you hamilton if you're from hamilton
1: yeah. and you're listening shout out to you we love you
0: yeah <laughs> hamilton being the town in new zealand another incredibly specific new zealand and, and not the musical <laughs> yeah because i know the context of us covering a musical on this show you would think we're talking about a the other famous musical that people who don't like musicals like but no
1: no not yet anyway um yeah anyway okay uh (laughs) let's get back to it yes so uh they ask to use the phone and riffraff doesn't mention anything about a phone but he says ah you better come inside um (laughs) And yeah, because they're all he's like, "you're whacked." He's got such a like interesting delivery.
0: I really like the yeah. way he
1: talks as well.
0: <laughs> Me too. It's like one of the only impressions I can do, which is why we. <laughs> started the show of it yeah man you crushed it, it was sweet um oh, thank you yeah uh brad <laughs> says uh janet's very
1: worried and brad says that he thinks that this is some kind of hunting lodge for rich weirdos <laughs> which <laughs> like not far off honestly yeah. <laughs> considering uh but yes um i think odds are Any
0: place is probably for rich weirdos.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, the weirder the place, the more likely that is, I think. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, great gig ends, and we go into um, good old uh, money, Mm -hmm. and signaling the start of uh, the time warp track everyone knows and loves, uh, there's a, a clock going off which frustrates me endlessly um i wish (laughs) we were listening to time by pink floyd gareth but we are not yeah we are deep we are heading into money which is the flip it's the other side we're on side b now of the album Mm. and it's just
0: oh i'm flipped as well (laughs) um yes i will say my note for this is money equals the time warp and i don't know why yeah because they're both sort of like i guess the Huge '70s phenomenons, very strange things, mm-hmm. and these are their big hits. Like "Money" was Pink Floyd's big hit from *Dark Side of the Moon*. The yep. time warp was the big hit from *Rocky Horror Picture Show*. Like they're, they're both the ones you could probably play at a wedding. Yes, and kind of weird choice to play "Money" by Pink Floyd at a wedding, but like I could see people it. will dance. Yeah they'll um, dance to that more than they'll dance to any colour you like by pink color <laughs> wedding, I, I don't like. know I'd be unless groomed. it was <laughs> one of our weddings yeah so.
1: <laughs> oh my god I'm going to put any colour you like on the on the part on the wedding playlist and see if it yeah, gets removed actually and... it would be pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> everyone would be like what the fuck is this little like two minute instrumental track amazing mm. um it's the part yes. where the
0: groom dances alone
1: oh yes <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, my theory as to why is that I feel like Time Warp is the- because it's the big hit, um, is the least fitting, uh, song o- in the movie. It feels the most out of place mm. amongst the other tracks, amongst the, um, amongst the whole movie, you know, the soundtrack. Uh, yeah. And I feel Money is the same way on Dark Side of the Moon, and that, like, mm. if you pluck these ones out- it would be a more cohesive thing. But, you know, we're glad that they're there um, in yeah. the end. That's my um, comparative notes on the on the two tracks anyway.
0: That's 100% correct. Because, like, money's always the one that throws us off. Like, yes. It throws the vibe in a complete different direction for, like, seven minutes. And then it goes back to a similar vibe that it, like... You could cut money and go straight from great gig to us and them and you'd have a more like flow which would also like the way movies are structured flow so yeah the fact that this movie also takes a break to kind of just introduce a hot dance craze while it introduces the characters yeah yeah we've got to respect it for doing that
1: absolutely and maybe that's what money is doing on the album as well Mm. maybe it's there for a reason and we're finally appreciating it i don't know
0: it's Um, introducing some characters like saxophones to the album because they're not in it until then
1: yeah and who doesn't love a saxophone baby Mm. oh my gosh
0: um you get to see some good saxophones in this movie soon
1: yes so context for uh the time what what actually is going on um it's the annual transylvanian convention here Mm -hmm. being hosted at uh frank's castle um with everyone here dressed in full tuxedo suits and party hats and indoor sunglasses. It's like mm-hmm. it's like uh, they're all here to see the Blues Brothers, is how it feels. <laughs> it's a good vibe. Everyone's having a good dance. Even the criminologist gets involved. Because, um, mm. yeah, it's just a full on dance craze that they just made manifest through song, which is yeah. fucking powerful. Like, everyone I know knows the time warp i'm pretty sure yeah i hope it's like as much of a cultural phenomenon overseas um but definitely in new zealand like every school disco that i went to played (laughs) the time warp so like so true reared from a young age to know this track um
0: yeah
1: deep in our souls us kiwi kids um (laughs) so there you go we
0: would do the time warp and then go do the weekbix kiwi kids triathlon exactly man like that's that's primary school that's what it's all about you know yeah oh five more minutes until bumble starts better do the time warp (laughs) better do the time warp i know all the moves because they're the lyrics to the song baby (laughs) um so good there's not enough of that like we've been fortunate in our lifetimes that we've kind of recently had that resurgence in the last 10 years of songs of big dance crazes. Yeah. And of course, TikTok has helped that, but there hasn't been a, I can't think of a big hit where the lyrics have been like, and you take your hand and you raise it up and mm-hmm. you bring it back down and you look at it like that kind of thing. Yeah. For ages. The hokey pokey principle.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm tr- I'm thinking back as well. Um, like the one that frustrated me most i believe was the chicken dance because <laughs> everyone knew the chicken dance um and that has no instructions it's just a yeah. it's just a uh it's pure instrumental track it's a it's the any color you like of dance crazes um <laughs> and yeah like Everyone would do it, especially at um, like ice skating, from what I remember, which made (laughs) it even harder because there's like a jump that you have to do. You've got to like rotate Mm. 90 degrees and people would go in different directions because how do you know which way to go? You know, do you go, does everyone go clockwise? Do you go counterclockwise? What are we doing here, lads? Um, Yeah, I've got beef with the chicken dance, but I've no beef
0: at all with the time warp. Love the time warp. Mm. I will say, quickly, shout out to The Hoedown Throwdown by Miley Cyrus. I think in character is Hannah Montana. Yeah. That was probably the last big hit that explained everything he had to do. Nice. But my god, is that song difficult, and my goodness, do the instructions just keep coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way I'm learning that. Put your left hand in, put it
1: in again, oh. and now yeah, pretty much. her three times. Oh man, I love it um yes so uh throughout this track uh janet repeatedly faints at the sight of these <laughs> dance moves which i just find hilarious um also uh columbia's uh first appearance in the movie um she is like wheeled in on a um a jukebox um mm. and has a very like uh 50s like elvis kind of verse here and, like, a crazy voice. She's from the um, uh, original uh, stage performance. Uh, Nell Campbell yeah. plays her. And fun fact, Gareth, this is the the fun fact I was uh, preluding e- earlier. I mentioned earlier. Ooh. She plays a groupie in this movie and also plays a groupie in the film adaptation of The Wall by Pink Floyd. Oh. So, <laughs> there you go. Whoa. Yeah double groupie oh. groupie for this film groupie for the for the floyds um man so there you groups. go yeah big fan of her wow. she's got a pretty wild Good voice but i like her a lot i like her presence yeah.
0: in the movie um yeah also she's definitely outfit. like when you're Ooh. singing along to this this is when you're like oh yeah this is when the experts take over mm-hmm. Especially the tap dancing as well. You're like, okay, yeah, it's all on you now. Now. Yeah, not a lot of singing
1: along at the school disco to this part. Everyone's (laughs) just sort of awkward, sheepishly waiting for the instructions once more. Um, Yeah, pretty good. Uh, But yeah, I I just think she's like, her entrance into this movie is just so baller. Mm. Just coming in on a jukebox in like a gold sequin tuxedo. Fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, The criminologist dances on his desk. And the wildest thing about this song is that it ends with everyone falling to the ground and like just everyone like the the track itself letting out an open endless chord (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like I I think like sonically it just like sucks the air out of the room at the end of the song intentionally so Uh, but it's just great that like I don't know if we did this in the school disco everyone falling to the
0: floor (laughs) Oh, no, not safe. You get stuck to that school disco floor because you're oh, their, like fizzy raspberry. They're
1: Fanta out there mm. <laughs> on the floor. You don't want Fanta pants. That's not that's not what you need. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they turn to leave after this display, our heroes. Um, uh, but who should uh, come down in the left uh, dramatically? But Dr. Frank himself are amazing. As we get Sweet Transvestite and your parents rush in the room and turn off the VHS. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, Sweet Transvestite from Transsexual Transylvania. Um, Banger track as well. Oh, yeah. Tim Curry, like, incomparable. Like, this is just him at his absolute peak. It's uh, mm. just so, so powerful in this movie. <laughs> it's such an impressive performance um yeah just so yeah. like i don't even know how to describe it honestly just like awesome for i was in awe watching it like yeah every it's time it's so
0: different to the tim curry like you'd see in clue or yeah um like kind of those other movies where it's kind of more the buttoned up kind of version muppet's of treasure island <laughs> Yeah, even that, like, is really different. Even Nigel Thornberry, yeah. you wouldn't say, is the same person. <laughs> right? Oh then my you've God. got this, yeah. This is, like, the dark side of the moon to him, if he was the moon. For real, like, yeah. whole other part of his range, and, yeah, career oh. finest role. Yeah.
1: great Greatest role ever for, for a yeah. him, Like... And second only, possibly to that one time he says "space" in Command and Conquer. Oh, the best! <laughs> have you seen that clip? Oh, it's amazing. I have not. Oh, in this video game, he's like a like I don't know some kind of Russian general, and he's like, "I will flee to the one place they can't find me: space."
0: <laughs> it's the best.
1: Uh, he goes up to the Russian moon base. Love him. Ooh,
0: space
1: anyway uh yes so yeah he here he is descending for this this track and um yeah lets us know he's been making a man with blonde mm. hair and a tan uh yeah it's, it's just such a yeah such a great performance he like strips off his like weird vampire cape here and is just in full like negligee and yeah. high heels and fishnets and yeah pink floyd agree because they sing uh ain't no ordinary men and this guy is far from mm. ordinary. <laughs> uh yeah right on right on the money floyds yeah. uh, but we're in an us and them so i
0: don't know <laughs> we uh, did get like as he arrived the big descending scale for money just as money was wrapping up yeah coming down like the old a, a elevator. big like crash zoom on him so mm. i love that
1: that's nice. That was on the
0: money. That is on the money. Oh. Uh,
1: and yeah. So, at the end of this track, um, the, Frank, like, invites them up to the the lab to see what he's been working on. He delivers, like, a very confusing line saying, like, I'll remove the cause but not the symptom. Um, mm. Which I think is in reference to, like... Them being stuck there, but not the rain? I don't know. I think it's it's confusing. It, it, yeah. People will understand it better than me, and I apologize for <laughs> not getting it. It's too smart of a lyric for, for mm. young JB. Um and for young GB too. Oh well. Anyway, um, they uh get ready to go up to the lab and uh strip down to their underclothes, Brad and
0: Janet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they just like sort of are going along with it terrified. <laughs> um <laughs> This, this ver- was the first sign when I was, like, yeah, 13, finally getting to watch the whole thing. I was like,
1: oh. Oh, yeah. Susan Sarandon in her underwear. Okay. <laughs> uh, I see, parents. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, like, it's she's like that for, like, the whole film. <laughs> from yeah. Now on. So that's pretty funny. Um, and, yeah, so they go on up in the elevator uh, up to the lab. to And Frank is here. Uh, has had a full costume change yeah. into like dark green scrubs, I guess is how I would describe it. Um, yeah. is still wearing the same thing underneath uh, because we see the like fishnet gloves that he was wearing before and is holding hilariously a pair of like pink washing up gloves, <laughs> which is just so it's so good. Yeah, still mm. got yeah, still the same stuff underneath because he's got like high heels and the pearl necklace from earlier that he was wearing. So you know, all the same stuff, but is more professional here in the lab.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> business casual.
1: Yes, uh, the room itself is as well is so strange. This lab setup is mm. so bizarre. It's like pink tiled room with enormous. Marble columns and statues, like Grecian uh, Adonis statues, uh, and uh, all of the partygoers as well are on like a suspended, um, like pathway, like a pathway up around the edge, like a round mm. cir- This is like a circular room, uh, with a, a strange, like, uh, oh god, like altar in the background, and um. Curtains to the left, and all of the party goers that's like looking down from above to the right. It's so weird. <laughs> it's such a bizarre, <laughs> yeah. such a bizarre scene to walk in on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so good because it's like it feels very stage show, right? Like everything is set oh, yeah. here already for everything that needs to happen in the scene, uh, which is great. Like having all the p- props here already, so that no one needs to mm. move anything. Feels very
0: theatery. Um, <laughs> very good yeah Uh, and they stay in this room for like like three songs at least yeah and numerous plot plot beats so Mm -hmm. yeah you're actually right this is probably like just after maybe the first intermission or yeah after maybe the set going dark and everyone running in and bringing out this whole new like whole new set
1: everyone's there's been a brief like cutaway to the uh criminologist while everyone's frantically putting all these things (laughs) in behind them or something you know
0: Shout out to those people in a play. Those are the, oh, like, if you don't like plays, those are the people you are so impressed by because you're like, whoa, <laughs> you see that? <laughs> they moved all those chairs.
1: If you're in a really shit play, you're just watching everyone put in the hard yards to get this, like, nightmare going. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, man, those people are working really hard for this, like, terrible play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Wow. Shout outs to those people. Not, Honestly, not yeah. enough
0: love. Are they the Swing Crew? I think they're called, but... The the heroes, they're the only people that make plays, plays. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise you just mime everything.
1: Yeah. You can, not all plays can be mimes only. Mm. Only our, only our solo plays that we're coming out with are mime
0: only. <laughs> yeah, our competitive mime performances. Yeah.
1: Mime <laughs> versus mime. <laughs> That's it.
0: following a podcast with a completely non audio media of mime. <laughs> mime. Yeah. It's too bad our <laughs> mime show never
1: took off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um yes. Uh so we uh, I'd like that um yeah, Frank comes over and like assesses them, like gives them like a a look and hands them uh the heroes that is hands them some like robes to put on to cover themselves Mm -hmm. up and also like directly addresses the camera like breaks the fourth wall completely and just says like well how nice (laughs) like (laughs) looks to us the audience which is very nice uh i like that frank is just on the level with us yeah (laughs) um and yeah uh we go from here um, with Brad losing his temper and demanding to uh, use the telephone. Frank is very excited by this, says he's got a, a perfect man here with this forceful nature. The perfect specimen of manhood
0: is what he says. Yeah. And um, yeah. Pink Floyd say manners at the same time he says manhood, which well is almost the same. Close, similar. They
1: went different directions yeah Uh,
0: (laughs) um
1: yeah frank also asked them if they have any tattoos which is interesting (laughs) yeah don't know why this is here really other than than, like him like sussing them out i guess uh Hmm. for like for later (laughs) but (laughs) pretty funny um yeah i believe frank has a tattoo i think he's got like a mum tattoo um, yeah that we
0: saw earlier like old heart yeah the classic um yeah, because I've, I've drawn I've um, drawn Nigel Thornberry as Frank. Whoa, like, just my own amusement. Pretty good. Yeah, Man. I also drew Nigel Thornberry as It from It. Just Whoa. all the best Tim Curry roles. Good choices. I like I like Thank both you. of those. Nice.
1: I'm excited to see those depictions. Um, oh, yes. So uh, Frank gets serious, and so do I, because we've got to continue the show. And uh, uh he's talking about a breakthrough in biochemical research he's claims to have discovered the secret of life itself Mm. um by mistake what's more it was an accident and uh yes he uh puts the the pink gloves over top of his gloves and (laughs) yes he uh goes over to give birth to his creation out here um gets going uh Everyone, he's like talking, like giving this, like effectively a scientific address as if he's like won a Nobel Prize or like, yeah, like he is Dr. Frankenstein basically presenting this to the board or whatever. And, um, and yeah, the audience is celebrating and he has like full control over the audience where they are like <laughs> twirling these little. Like rattles and blowing into little party blowers and things like that in celebration. And he just wave a hand and they all suddenly stop. It's (laughs) very good. Um, and yes, uh, uncovered now from this, uh, this altar is a tank and within it is a mummified creature, uh, Rocky, who's like wrapped up in bandages um, mm. suspended in like a tank of water i'm pretty sure um and yeah we go into any color you like and it's it's very dramatic because mm-hmm. we're getting the activation of this huge machine Riff Raff has to crank this like <laughs> this wheel really hard and it gets faster and faster as this like uh it looks like the, like the classic Frankenstein's monster giant channeling the lightning machine. Yeah. But once it's lowered, Frank activates it by pouring different like spigots of water of different colored liquids into the tank. And it forms uh, a rainbow <laughs> on the inside yeah. of the tank, which is a great touch. Um, yeah, we haven't really mentioned it, but this uh, this movie is huge uh, for the LGBT community and like really like was super important for like acceptance of of that at a time that like it was getting better but like it still had a long way to go and like oh heck yeah yeah it's it's like got this huge legacy not only for being like a massive cult hit but also for like inspiring so many people in that way right yeah supporting that like uh that way of life in in film and like celebrating it as well Pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Especially these shadow casts and, um, like special screenings. Like there's a great story of, um, like a trans person using the money raised from doing like shadow cast performances and screenings of this movie to finally get like a gender confirmance surgery. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially again in a time where like that wasn't very readily safely available.
1: Yeah. Man, that's yeah. huge. Mm. God, what a cool movie in so yeah. many ways. <laughs> God damn. Um, oh. Anyway, uh, so as, as he's doing this, like, pouring of the, the liquids, I just love that. It's so such a s- bizarre way to awaken a creature. But it's like, mm. um, it's just such a good misdirect. Uh, we see, like, lightning flashing and um, the skeleton of the creature is illuminated inside the tank like through through rotoscope presumably great stuff um pretty like cheap effect like that and Mm -hmm. uh yeah with a thunderclap it comes to life very frankenstein monster and like clambers out of the tank uh and to the
0: applause of the crowd and me um yeah (laughs) and yeah sounds it'll work so well with um any color you like by pink floyd like the flashing lights the colors the I mean, any color really that you like. It's beautiful. Yeah. All of the colors. And then, yeah. He hits the ground for brain damage to begin.
1: Yes. And we go into brain damage, as you say. And the, the song, Rocky's song, his intro song, uh, The Sword of Damocles. <laughs> Which is a reference I was definitely too young to understand
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, at
1: the time. But now I get and uh, yeah, it's it's a, like it's a fun song. Uh, Rocky's not my favorite in this movie. I don't know why. He's just like there are so many strong performances um, mm. throughout and he's supposed to be this like this huge hunk. Right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's like sort of channeling like an Elvis kind of thing as well. Um, just in terms of vocal range. We're gonna have a much yeah. more Albus-y performance in a little bit, but yeah, yeah like uh yeah, like just he's got this sort of like that same kind of feeling maybe that's intentional because of the
0: whole um meatloaf thing that we're about to have I don't know uh anyway, we'll mm. get there uh fun fact though the actor who plays him not his singing voice but the yeah. actual rocky is um mostly an antique stealer, <laughs> really yeah he's done three three films. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, it just- um, Hey, man. Deals in takes.
1: Nice. <laughs> Shout out to in <laughs> Love it. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. man. I mean, yeah. yeah fair enough. I, I would love- Is he's like still ripped?
0: Like, <laughs> I love the idea- Wikipedia of, didn't tell me that much. <laughs> yeah.
1: my he's still ripped. It just says in personal life, like last <laughs> entry, still ripped. mm <laughs> hmm
0: <laughs> And then, like, citation needed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Um, mm, I hope he still dresses in just, like, small, shiny gold shorts, even though he's, like... Please. In his... His, ooh,
1: his antique 80s. shorts.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, antique shorts. I mean, there would be. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah. So, he's, like, trying to... Desperately trying to escape uh, uh, the Doc, who is, like, all over him, obviously. And... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah chasing him around the room he's like hanging from the big uh light fixture thing that awakened him like dangling down very like um there's a lot of like king kong imagery with rocky as well um mm. much more obvious later but like this is similar too. um yeah uh it's good it's good good little track fun little performance um, I like that everyone starts doing the, like, the same little dance to this. It's got its yeah. own, like, dance number, like, can-can style, <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yes. It, so, um, everyone's celebrating the success. Um, Riff Raff and Magenta say how great it is. And is like, he's okay, <laughs> which is so good. And Frank is, like, fully disappointed in this. And goes over to ask what Brad and Janet think. And uh, Janet says she doesn't like a man with too many muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank is furious with this, saying that he didn't make Rocky for her. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, basically, we go from here into I can make you a man, vowing uh, where Frank is vowing to make Rocky into the perfect man uh, in a week, effectively. Yeah. <laughs> um And, yeah, has given him all these, like, gifts of, uh, like, a weight set. And, like, I don't know what this thing is, which really proves how fucking, like, (laughs) unfit I am. Some kind of, like, acrobatics horse
0: thing. Fuck, what is this thing? I think that's what it is. I think, yeah, I think that's what it is called, like, a gymnastics horse. Yeah, right. I do not know either. Oh, fuck. So, it says more that much about me i've ruined but a little weirder that i also then tried to answer for you it's like, no bro it's a it's a oh i thought i'd have it no i don't know
1: yeah sorry to shatter the viewers uh the viewers <laughs> the listeners uh, it, it, uh head cannon for me but i'm not the muscle-bound person i claim to be in the intro i in fact have oh. never set foot inside a gym <laughs> so there you go Who knew that a Pink Floyd podcast host would not be an Adonis? Um, Just, yeah, just yoked.
0: Just (laughs) yoked like an ox. (laughs) I would love to walk past someone like at the gym and you can just hear that they're blasting this song on the headphones. Oh, that would be great. I can make you a man. That's really inspiring. That's great. A weakling. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, So yeah, these are all gifts that have been wrapped up in like wrapping paper and,
0: and bows
1: and things like cellophane. Really good. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, we're having brain damage going into eclipse. Here For the final, for for the finish of the first playthrough, uh, when suddenly the deep freeze, uh, in this room, uh, suddenly opens like an enormous red door that we didn't Mm -hmm. see until now. Um, and, yeah, it, it opens right at the end of Eclipse, comes crashing down, like, over the final beats, effectively, of that track. Um, and, yeah, we go into the heartbeats as Eddie has arrived. Um, <coughs> Meatloaf, playing Eddie. Yeah, uh, Probably my first exposure to Meatloaf as a as a person, but it sounds like not for you. You were your parents. No, pe- we
0: had Bat Out of Hell was... Second only to, um, Dark Side of the Moon in terms of albums played, like, on car trips and everything. Fair.
1: Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty great album. Rest in peace, yeah. Meatloaf, by the way. Recently deceased. Um,
0: yeah. His, um, I think, Bad Out of Hell is only, like, third to Dark Side of the Moon and like, one Oasis album to be, like, longest time spent in the top ten in England. Wow. That's, yeah. what a claim to fame. Holy moly. Yeah, right?
1: That's huge. Mm.
0: No, rest in peace. Great songs. Great long songs. Like pioneered an entire sound. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking destroyed
1: his own voice doing it as well. Yeah. <laughs> like doing it live all the time. Uh a bit. Yeah. Insane. But yeah, what a what a range he had. Anyway, um <sighs> we are getting uh over the over the heartbeats, uh, Hot Patootie um is his song, apparently. Mm. Never knew that. <laughs> Hop, two D, bless your soul. <laughs> Bet you love that rock and roll. Um, yeah, uh, a pretty fun song, very Elvis Presley inspired. Um, mm. And he's this like sort of rocker guy with leather jacket on a motorcycle, a uh, big scar across his forehead because Frank used half of his brain in making Rocky, uh, mm. which is a fun detail. <laughs> um, and yeah. Uh, it's just very weird having, like, a full-on sax solo play over Speak to Me. Like, that's not right. Yeah. Doesn't work. Um, yeah. It doesn't doesn't stop Columbia, though, who clearly prefers Eddie to Rocky and is stoked to have yeah. him back. Very excited. And, uh, yeah. Um, Frank is furious about this whole thing. Shuts... Um, shuts old uh, Rocky in the elevator to Mm. like keep him out of the way and then fucking brutally murders Eddie with an ice pick Um, off screen thankfully but horrible screaming (laughs) over this (laughs) Uh, like it goes full horror movie just for this one moment and it's like Frank like emerges out of the the ice box uh, covered in blood and he's just like one from the vaults (laughs) and it's like whoa um yeah pretty brutal uh kind of a good like this uh, this and the sex thing is probably why your parents were like nope this is where we stopped the movie um they see this room and they're like we know what's about to happen (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, They just
0: play it in reverse, so it's like, and then Brad and Janet go back down in the elevator, and then they do the time warp again, and then they leave. Look, they're driving away. The time warp was fully
1: successful in reversing the flow (laughs) of time. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then they lived happily ever after. Um, Who knew? Um,
0: Yay. Yeah.
1: Uh, Frank also describes killing Eddie as a mercy killing, I think, mm. because he was like a failed experiment, um, and like regrets him, which is just such a brutal thing to say about someone. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, and yeah, he also just goes back into the song that he was singing, goes straight back <laughs> yeah. into I Can Make You A Man, which is just so funny as a beat, like mm. returning to the same song for a final verse hilarious <laughs> and like a coda <laughs> oh, loved it um and yeah they head off to the wedding suite which is revealed to be what was behind the curtain um there's like yeah. a velvet uh covered bed here they've got monogrammed pillowcases <laughs> <laughs> uh so good um and yeah they they go to
0: have have all the good sex i guess um yeah nice <laughs> yeah for a 70s movie just very much like and yeah that's what they're about to do yeah get home. um Good yeah we him. cut from here to back to the criminologist um
1: saying that these events <laughs> so far had made the heroes quite uneasy <laughs> and uh and it's like yeah no joke dude um and we see brad and janet being shown to uh individual rooms Um, I love that this is just the same room (laughs) that they're led into, (laughs) like literally the same exact set. So funny as an idea. Like Mm. (laughs) just again, another like stage show move, Um, just reusing the exact same set for two separate scenes. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And yeah, we see that um, Magenta and Riff Raff are just like spying on them from little view screens. Uh, there's like weird sort of like security cam situation all over this castle. Uh, yeah. Very fifties kind of designed to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like little black, black and white CRTs. Um, Mm. good times. Um, yes. Uh, we get now, uh, Frank appearing in Janet's room pretending to be Brad and seducing her <laughs> yeah. from uh, behind the bed curtains here. Yeah, there's like, they're all in like four, four poster beds um, with the like princess curtains around them. You yeah. Know, that whole setup And these scenes uh, played from the outside, like looking in sort of shadow play style. Um, very good. Uh, over the, the on the run crash happens here. Again, not really syncing with much. Mm. Uh, but eventually yeah frank is like successful at seducing her and yeah they sleeps with her as well uh (laughs) but he's not yet done um (laughs) yeah big night for frank um yeah uh yeah so promises not to tell brad about them uh being together uh this is also apparently um uh janet's first time (laughs) she's been like saving herself insane um Man, uh, yeah, promises not to tell Brad, and we uh get a cutaway to um Rocky, um, who's like happy in the bed, um, chained to the bed uh, mm. by his ankles. Um, and Riff Raff comes in and bloody scares him with a candelabra classic Frankenstein, fear of fire, uh, shout out, and Rocky. Breaks free from his chains over the clocks of time coming in and escapes. Uh, run, starts running away from the castle. And uh, yes, this is all part of the plan for Riff Raff and Magenta who appear. And they do this like. Uh, how to describe oh, this? Yeah. God, they do their own little hand thing. They, it's like a high five where you roll your arms up against the other mm. person's arms. Um, so that your hands are no longer separating and then roll them back. That's their special handshake that they do. The Transylvanian handshake. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It is like, cool. It's a good if move. If I saw
0: two teens do this, I'd be like, cool teens. I would say these teens are up to something. Yeah. <laughs> like. I'm not going to the castle with these teens. Yeah. I would say that move
1: is practiced and now I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, but Yeah. Um, and then from here, like after that, we have like a brief, uh, we have, uh, cutting back to the exact same four poster bed, um, for Brad being seduced in an identical scene, Mm. Uh, which is just, it's so clever. It's so funny that they like, it's like almost the exact same dialogue. Um, they have, they have different complaints about the, about the situation, about what the other one's going to say and think, um. But Frank, you, I'm pretty sure all of Frank's dialogue is the same in yeah. both instances, which is so funny, and it works both times. He seduces both of them. Legend, amazing, uh, and yeah, it's just it's yeah, just such a funny thing to happen in the movie. Um, but yes, their their uh, moment together is interrupted by Raff reporting over intercom that rocky has broken free and escaped and that he's set the dogs loose uh to chase <laughs> after
0: rocky and we see that outside he's been chased by these dogs Poor rocky. yeah this like poor shiny ripped future antiques dealer in his underwear being chased by dogs and like yeah man so he's good at like this actor and antique dealer is so good at how naive Rocky needs to be. Yeah. Like the exact right amount, but to be just like that spooked.
1: Yeah. Oh, I feel for him. Yeah, they're like born four hours ago Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm being chased by dogs.
0: You can <laughs> read it in his face. Mm. Not any actor can do that. No, that's Only a hard actor one. who truly understands antiques.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he's like, I bet he does. He's selling you like a, a wardrobe, and he just comes up to you and is like, Oh, yeah, this reminds me of the time I was um, chased by five bulldogs while wearing golden <laughs> underwear. <laughs> and you're like, What? <laughs> he's like, Oh, yeah, nothing. Uh, it's um, $500. is mid century. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and your desire to f- f- hear more, you just get confused and you pay for the vase and you're like, oh, yeah, so, oh, whoops. No, that's not the story. How did I walk out of here with so many antiques? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good.
1: Um, yeah, so Janet is distressed about the whole sleeping with Frank situation and, um, goes off to try and find Brad and goes up to, gets lost, goes up to the lab and finds Rocky here, uh, cowering in his tank like hiding like the tank that he was born in um yeah hiding from the dogs and from riffraff who've been tormenting him and um yeah we go into the time solo here at this point and uh janet sees on the little view screen (laughs) that uh (laughs) brad and frank are together and i love that brad is just smoking a cigarette (laughs) yeah the classic sign of having slept with someone (laughs) Uh, probably has never smoked in his life and is just doing it for this one scene (laughs) so funny um yeah and she uh begins to cry and then yeah over here's uh rocky also in his tank and yeah um they have a moment together where she like tears off the front of her like undergarments her like long negligee thing that she's wearing i don't know what you call this i don't know um that tears off the front of that uh to like wrap up a, a dog bite <laughs> on rocky's bod uh and then yeah um there's a cutaway to the criminologist again, talking, he starts talking about the power of emotion taking hold of one's actions, like getting swept mm-hmm. away. It's just such a clinical description for what's about to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, because uh, we we see also that Magenta and Columbia are together watching this on the monitor because they're going to take part in this song. Uh, yeah. Touch a, Toucha, touch a touch me. Yeah. <laughs> is is the name of the track uh and yeah it's about um janet giving in to her lust and like uh being with rocky as well to make herself feel better um and getting Mm. like uh getting the the terrible situation out of her head that she's in you know um
0: and yeah she does this amazing look and there's a zoom on her when she like realizes she's kind of into rocky mm. where she like looks to the side and then looks back at him oh like, yeah. so slowly really good best, acting. yeah the best part um that i remember from seeing a screening where people yelled at the screen was someone just yelling out janet if you want to have sex look slightly to the left slightly to the right and like completely described everything she was about to do that's like incredible cries, and then she did it I was like this person rehearsed oh that's shout out to that person that's
1: amazing love yeah oh, i'm so jealous that you got to go to one of these screenings i've got to do it oh no maybe i'll It'll fly happen. up to auckland and do it that'll be amazing. yeah yeah um hell yeah uh yeah this so for this song we are having great gig and it takes on yeah. a pretty different vibe. <laughs> 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 like uh, great gig has like a solely female vocal performance and yeah, it's just strange <laughs> seeing this <laughs> over like someone having sex and um just like the all the other characters appearing as if they're having sex with Janet like a- above her like leaning mm. in on her over this vocal solo it's very strange
0: it feels very dreamlike in a very weird yeah. way um that creature of the night part where they all yeah. kind of become rocky and sing creature of the night works so well that montage of all their faces and passion over great gig in the sky though like, yeah love it very very good very good stuff
1: vaguely terrifying mm. but oh, very good.
0: terrifying us all days yeah <laughs>
1: yes oh amazing uh yeah i also really love that columbia and magenta are like like girls watching this movie at a sleepover effectively they're just like (laughs) singing along with like (laughs) their own little parts they even make fun of the song in the song like they do their own version of janet's uh lyrics in their in their like funny voices it's really good like making and they, fun like of ask her.
0: questions about the lyrics as well it's kind of raises the question of whether the musical like whether these people you know how like with a musical you assume they're not aware that they're singing it's just mm. what they're doing to express themselves yeah whereas like in this movie i guess they are aware that people are singing yeah they can then comment on the songs like they comment on um the time warp as well yeah
1: yeah I mentioned this yeah. in the in the Mamma Mia episode that like it is terrifying to me if a musical realizes that it's a musical and yeah, that people 100%. and that like people are just singing in this world um not so in uh Rocky Horror honestly I feel like it fits really well I feel like if hmm. anything knows it's a musical it's Rocky Horror and I'm fully on board with that you know it just makes yeah. sense that the characters are like hell
0: yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> so I'm I'm happy. Well, about it's like it. heightened on a different level, I guess. Yeah. Than most other musicals. Like, yeah, it's yeah. going in a different direction. Yeah, I yeah, d- I agree. Yes.
1: So moving on from this track, we've got um, uh, riff raff cowering from Frank, as Frank has come up to the lab with. Um, uh oh god what's his name shit what how did i forget his name brad brad is here as well (laughs) jesus um i was like is there another car drive missed oh no brad no they're they're here together um and he's just like whipping riffraff is like cowering and saying like he's like how could you let him go um as uh yeah let rocky escape and get away and they're like oh shit um And then they see there's another problem because on the security camera of the outside of the castle, Dr. Everett Scott has shown up, uh, Mm. who's a wheelchair bound man, um, very old dude with a moustache and glasses. And he's here at the castle and we don't know why. And Frank is terrified. He's super Mm. worried about this and like is furious at Brad, assumes that like Brad is in on something here. And, like, fucking attacks him uh, because Dr. Everett Scott is a ufologist working for the U.S. government, uh, tracking UFOs as part of his scientific research. And why would Frank be so concerned with that, Gareth? Mm. <laughs> That's so weird. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, Brad's like, no, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. And... Um, uh the doctor lets himself in, and uh <laughs> frank there's the, like such a bizarre joke here where he's like he must have gone into the Zen room and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we go here, yeah, we just see uh <laughs> Dr. Scott in a room like full of candles. I think there's like a like a sitar twang that plays in the yeah. movie as
0: well. It's such a weird joke it's so bizarre i love it though this but, was the first watch where i noticed the zen room so maybe say that about pink floyd <laughs> that uh, helped with that but it's so funny
1: yeah mate. the pink floyd is fully at home in the zen room <laughs> yeah there's like at least 12
0: copies of dark side of the moon in that room <laughs> uh, pink floyd are technically in this movie you just don't see them they're off camera in the zen room
1: they're also. always in the bloody zen room they're the ones manning yeah.
0: the cameras <laughs> <laughs> i love that the tour bus had also broken down so they've gone in and just waited yep. in the zen room and missed the whole thing
1: yeah man once you once you're stuck in the zen room it's hard mm. to leave uh oh, yeah. but unless uh uh you got this kind of crazy machine that does everything because uh Riff Raff hits some kind of lever on here and it summons the doctor uh, in his wheelchair it just like moves him Uh, Up the stairs, like, sort of Mm. Beanie Hill style. Um, (laughs) Yeah, very much. uh, He, like, travels around all the, like, Magenta and Columbia, who are just chilling, (laughs) uh, like, goes around their bed, um, up up the stairs magically, and then, yeah, bursts through the wall. (laughs) Kool-Aid man style um, coming on in. And, yeah, Brad just comes in. Comes in the clutch by shouting out great Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. It's very good. Um, yes. So Frank starts like interrogating the doctor as to why he's here. And, uh, like, he's like, you're the ufologist. Blah, blah, blah. Like, what are you doing here? And like, he's like, oh no, no. Like, I'm just here looking for my nephew, Edie. <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> like, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. no. Um, and, uh, Everyone's like Eddie, like they have a, a big reaction and um this is where <laughs> Janet and Rocky pop up from the tank <laughs> they've been in the room the whole time um <laughs> in pure shock and another hilarious bit where they just rep- repeat looking at each other being like Janet, Dr. Scott, Brad, Rocky. <laughs> like each of the characters just yelling at each other. I think the whole
0: thing repeats 3 times. Yeah. Um, just long enough it's yeah perfect (laughs) yeah Uh, all that's missing is donkey from shrek at the very end right donkey yeah
1: yeah that's got to be a direct reference right that joke is just
0: yeah it's from rocky Horror. um someone on like probably a hundred people on youtube have made that yeah the donkey donkey just joins in saying his own name yeah for sure um
1: good would throw off our sinks if it were included so i'm glad that it's not um (laughs) yes uh and it's at this point everyone's like sort of uneasy about the everyone (laughs) everything that's happened tonight and it's Mm. at this point that magenta announces dinner is ready by hitting an enormous gong (laughs) (laughs) so good um and yes it's a formal dress optional dinner um and we get a cutaway to the criminologist talking about food bringing people together, even in dire circumstances, which is just such a strange <laughs> thing to be talking about. Um, and, yeah, we see the crew very awkwardly gathered around a dinner table and um, they like riffraff and magenta are full servant mode once again. And they bring out this roast beast of some kind and... <laughs> uh frank is given an electric carving knife which is so funny just as a like visual and audio gag this like tiny useless do you remember these things these things yeah yeah
0: another big thing from the 70s yeah
1: just like this like thing that's like such a piece of shit (laughs) but (laughs) but and and always was but was like marketed as this like revolutionary must-have item you know yeah oh the electric carving knife unreal and yeah uh yeah he's just cutting into this thing serving it all up to everybody everyone is just wearing what they were wearing in the previous scene <laughs> so yeah like jet Jan- Brad and Janet are just in their underwear uh <laughs> like Frank I think is still covered in blood or like yeah um yeah just hilarious uh I think yeah the doc the doctor's covered in like bits of wall <laughs> still mm. from busting through it is yeah it's great um uh yeah, it, it, they serve it up to um. They have a toast to absent friends and to Rocky, who's it's his birthday, and so Frank sings Happy Birthday and like <laughs> cuts himself off because it's so awkward. Like doesn't even finish the song,
0: but of course you know copyright very cleverly yeah. done. Um, those sisters they would have been getting the money they legally didn't actually need exactly didn't actually required. didn't
1: have the rights to um yeah yeah but like bloody bloody good way of doing it having them being like oh fuck like it's too awkward I can't even do it mm. <laughs> <laughs> so good um and yes uh they start talking about eddie and um because that's who dr scott is here to, to find and columbia <laughs> like reacts very badly and excuses herself mm. from the table and yeah, we get into the song Eddie, um, which is like Dr. Scott talking about who Eddie was before all this and like what his deal was, how he's like a punk and he was misunderstood and yeah, like nobody loved him, but everybody loved him and yeah, mm. all this stuff about who Eddie was and how like, yeah, he, he's, he's hurt Dr. Scott basically by running away and, um, Yeah. Uh, and we also uh, have uh, a verse from Columbia here who's, like, fully in love with Eddie. We see that her room mm. is, like, plastered with massive posters of him, like, pin-up style, uh, like, uh, like beauty shots of this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's tragic. Um,
0: yeah. The effort they would have had to go into that.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, it's like one of her whole walls. It's just this huge mm. mural of him. Um amazing uh yeah the song ends basically with um (laughs) dr scott reading the note that eddie left uh which is like very poorly written and presumably post his like brain being cut out yeah it's like written in his own blood (laughs) brutal um and yeah we go into us and them for for this note reading portion Mm -hmm. um But, yeah, it's just saying that he's, like, worried and how Frank's plan can't be uh, put into action, whatever it is. Mysterious. Mm. Um, So, yes, at the end of the song, Frank pulls the tablecloth off of the table (laughs) to reveal, uh, like, plates, meal and all, like, pulls everything Mm. off uh, to reveal that Eddie's remains are inside the table. Like, it's like a embedded inside of it is this like tomb with like a disemboweled eddy inside yeah Um, like gross but uh Mm. like funny sort of like campy style props of like the uh all the blood and guts and stuff it doesn't look very realistic but everyone like freaks out
0: (laughs) um very garbage pale kids kind of
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah um, it's- And the implication is they were eating him, right?
1: Yes. The implication is that okay. the meal that they were eating was Eddie. There's like a yeah. sort of throwaway line, uh, that says, um, that Frank says about it, like uh, before the song takes place, um, yeah. when they, when he comes up and he's like, it's a bit of a tender subject. Does anyone That's want any more? <laughs> yeah. Um, which is, yeah, smart. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, rough, rough stuff. Mm. Um, Janet, uh, freaks out and runs into Rocky's arms, uh, much to, uh, Frank's anger and because that's, that's his man. <laughs> he can't be yeah. doing that. Um, and yeah, so Frank starts chasing, um, Janet around the castle, uh, in a sort of Scooby-Doo style <laughs> chase sequence. <laughs> Very much so. Um, over the song, uh, it's for the, the song playing is Wise Up Janet Weiss. Um, Mm. which is another banger by the way love this one uh it's got (laughs) probably my favorite lyric of all time which is sensual (laughs) as a pencil (laughs) so good uh just such a such a funny line um yeah uh and yeah at the end of the song frank very frustrated uh uses uh this machine that does everything to um freeze brad janet and dr scott in place um mm. so they're like their feet are stuck and <laughs> dr scott's wheels are stuck he's like my wheels it's very good <laughs> um and yes goes over to the machine and he's like oh, i know what that machine is it's a matter transporter they can transport through time and space <laughs> and <laughs> he's like yes well spotted dr scott and then uses the Medusa transducer to um turn these guys into marble statues um of themselves, which i I think like were made for this movie like they are that they're like carved in the likeness of uh they're obviously fake but like carved in the likeness of the actors, which is pretty cool as a touch I thought yeah I think yeah um yeah. Uh, over the song uh, Planet Hot Dog, which is uh, not- This this one really caught me off guard. Uh, yeah. Off guard. Like, um, you're a hot dog, but you better not try to hurt her. Frank Furt <laughs> <laughs> uh, So cheesy. I love it. Um, and yeah, so they all get turned into these marble statues. Um, and yeah, Frank is very upset about the whole thing. Uh, he's like- been hurt by the ones that he loves. He even freezes, um, Rocky, um, tu- mm. turning him into like, he's posing, uh, very Charles Atlas style, like purposefully and like turns him into a statue of the same, um, which is good. Um, yeah, it's, he's, he says like his children have turned on him and yeah, it's very upset and uh magenta and riffraff come over magenta says that she wants she's like when will we return to transylvania and Mm -hmm. um uh yes frank is very non-committal he says uh that their loyalty should should not go unrewarded and uh he appreciates the help and um magenta says i ask for nothing master and he says and you shall receive it in abundance (laughs) (laughs) so good um And yeah, uh, we're ready for the next part because, um, we get like, like a full, like curtain call on the scene because these characters are being set up for the court show, um, like a live stage performance, uh, for the end here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, Mm. the criminologist talks about them being subject to further indignities. (laughs) Um, and yeah, they're like dressed up in these like full cabaret costume outfits with like painted faces and everything for a live show. And, uh, it's like a triple threat song that just doesn't end, um, here with, uh, Rose Tint My World. I think is uh, the first track and it's each mm-hmm. of the characters singing about the things um, that make them feel safe from trouble and pain is the thing. So like all the things in their lives that are making them feel okay about like figuring out who they are, I think is the idea. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then the kind of new discoveries for Brad and Janet. As yes. Well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. A good one. And, um, from here we get the like the big number as the curtains hmm. are pulled, like the, the back curtains are pulled back and um, to reveal a, a prop RKO radio tower, RKO being yeah. one of the big, um, one of the big like five TV production companies of uh, t- TV and film production companies of the era. Um,
0: oh, and,
1: okay. and uh, yeah, um, Frank center stage, Uh, and performing Don't Dream It, Be It, as we Mm. go into, uh, brain damage. And this is really good. (laughs) This felt (laughs) so, so right. Having brain damage play over this big, like Frank's big moment. Um, Mm. yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, it ends with him like jumping into like the fog, like the, the, there's like fog covering the stage. And the reveal of an, an enormous swimming pool with him yes. floating in the middle in a, um, life preserver from the Titanic. Um, <laughs> incredible. And the floor of the pool that he is floating above, like right in the center is, uh, of like the Renaissance, not Renaissance, was it Renaissance? I don't know. The, the painting, The Creation of Adam, um, mm. by Da Vinci, I believe, <laughs> um amazing uh what a fucking shot um like probably like one of the most iconic shots in cinema history i think this this like above shot of frank floating in the pool incredible um yeah for the like the chorus of don't dream it be it um Mm. such a powerful song amazing yeah um and yeah we're, we're having brain damage for this which is similar in terms of like big hit brain damage you know yeah
0: well I've like said I've called brain damage the like hippie optimism mm-hmm. part of the album which is you know kind of not right because it's very dark but like yeah. it sort of fits this perfectly like this is a these people have learned to be themselves like to yeah. the point where um the glee episode of rocky Horror, no sorry the Rocky Horror Picture Show episode of Glee. Wow. Um, they, like, say, oh, no, the lesson of Rocky Horror Picture Show is be yourself. And people are like, what? That guy, you know, murdered people. Yeah. But, like, it is, like, it, people have learned to be themselves. They've just learned it in this, like, weird sci-fi laser beam orgy. Yeah. And it's a very similar sense of, like, it's all going to be all right that you're kind of getting brain damage, like... You know, there's nothing yeah. bad about the lunatic being on the grass making daisy chains until you like, you know, unless you kind of look at how they got there kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. then we
1: go into Eclipse.
0: Yeah. As well. I think another reason this is all sinking is because there's water involved. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Pink it's, Floyd's favourite substance. need water to sink with Pink Floyd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the James water. It was all along. Mm. (laughs) love that movie water um yeah so yeah the rest of the cast like dive into the pool and are like all like clawing over frank sensually like kissing each other uh full laser beam orgy um as you say and yeah uh the doctor also dr scott in the background um d medusas out here turns from a statue into uh, a regular person again and he says uh he's like got a, another like talked verse Of the Mm. song, as he says, Uh, we've got to get out of this trap before decadence saps our will, (laughs) which is very good. And then there's a reveal of him wearing the same high heels and fishnets that everyone else is wearing. Um, Mm. And yes, uh, uh, Frank suddenly like jumps out of the pool and performs a wild and untamed thing. Yes. Which is like a classic rock and roll celebration stage show number, you know, like Hmm. just one dude fucking wailing on the keys (laughs) for this, for this song, you know, really good. Um, and yeah, this is kicking in, uh, when we go into eclipse and yeah, everyone like dances in like a cabaret line along the stage, you know, the classic like kicking your heels up into the air kind of thing. Um, And yes, like right at the end of the clips and we get uh, Riff Raff and Magenta bursting in uh, suddenly, now wearing Mm. uh, space regalia. (laughs) (laughs) They look so good. They've got these like enormous like shoulder pads sticking out. riffraff Riff Raff's got his hair in like a ponytail. Um, Magenta's got this- buffon like bride Go- yeah. of frankenstein look yes so good they look amazing as a pair um mm. and again mirroring the american gothic uh riffraff has a laser gun that is triple pronged and looks like the pitchfork <laughs> from yes. from the painting which is so good so choice mm. um, <laughs> love it um and yeah he's uh saying coming out here, saying that they've that Frank has lost control and they are taken over, and that that uh it's time for them to return home, and yes, Refraff says, I'm the new commander
0: um yeah, and yeah, uh I kind of i feel for Reraff and magenta like yeah, they were just trying to do alien stuff and then. You know, Frank, their leader, led them down, like, his own kind of whims and enjoyment. Yes. It's a lot like, you know, the Pink Floyd fans who listen to this podcast, (laughs) They wanted a podcast about Pink Floyd, and instead they've had, you know... Yeah, they get, like, a ten-minute aside about Bumble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're like, oh, wow, this episode's two hours about Digimon? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point, they're going to just come and kick down the door and threaten us with lasers. Mate,
1: I'm happy to take the frankenfurter of podcasts. That's a title <laughs> I'm happy to be bestowed with.
0: Oh, good. What an so, honour. <laughs> yeah. We're just in the pool, but the pool is filled with, like, weird 90s half-memories and... Yeah. ...jokes about beans, and, yeah, the Pink Floyd fans are trying to shoot us with their lasers. Yeah. And that's fine. That's just how mm. life
1: is. <laughs> you yeah. know? That's how it's always going to go. Um, that's
0: podcasting, baby.
1: That's podcasting. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, he's taking control and um, Frank calls out to wait as we go into the, the start of our final playthrough. Um, speak to me, coming back in for the final time. Yeah. Um, because he has this, like, really touching uh, ballad, I'm going home. Yeah. Um, where he realizes that like uh it's like it's a very emotional song and Hmm. um uh about him like yeah returning home (laughs) um deciding that (laughs) like he's had enough of like he's been hurt by his endeavors here and is um happy to be for it to be over effectively yeah um and yeah it's a it's a very beautifully shot sequence because there's like an audience that appears in the theater that they're in mm. and they are applauding as um as Frank like walks down the aisles as he's giving this performance and like asking for autographs and stuff and then when he reaches the end and gets to riffraff they all disappear it's it's yeah. very well done um yeah i I really like this one <laughs> uh, yeah um. And yeah, so they they're all applauding, and then, yeah, disappear out of nowhere. And uh, yeah, uh, Frank has to face the music effectively now, as Riff Raff reveals, "No, no, no, you aren't going home. Um, you are to remain here in spirit anyway." And <laughs> yeah, um, shoots his laser beam uh yeah. from his little his little pitchfork gun a beam of pure antimatter it's described <laughs> as which yikes um mm. and yeah uh his time has come as um on the run starts uh basically columbia tr- uh, screams as frank gets uh, shot at he's like dodging and trying to get away and uh uh the oh, uh, riffraff like turns and shoots her <laughs> because she's screaming and she dies. Yeah. Brutal. Just caught in the crossfire.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. At the very end of breathe as well. He says, um, say goodbye to all this and hello to oblivion. Yeah. And Pink Floyd saying race towards an early gray. Hell yeah. That's a sink. Perfect. Yeah. Amazing. Um,
1: yeah. Cause yeah. On the run is coming in and, um, yeah, he's like climbing up the, the, uh, the curtain trying to get away in terror Mm. and yeah he gets shot and goes down and yeah like is covered by the curtain um and yeah rocky like like very upset uh cradles his father slash lover (laughs) and um yeah uh full-on king kong uh climbs up the fake rko tower uh with uh, his master in his arms. Riff like shooting the gun at him and it's just deflecting off his powerful bod. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. just too ripped. Even, too oiled. Yeah, pure antimatter bouncing off mm. his muscled <laughs> physique. Love it. Um, and yeah, up on the tower, like batting at planes, um, in anguish and then but it's of course just a prop it's a standee of the tower that buckles yeah. and falls and they fall into the pool uh killing rocky he also dies um mm-hmm. so sad um and yeah uh <laughs> riffraff uh and magenta come over to the remaining crew here um and uh brad's like uh why, asks why he killed them, <laughs> bold Brad, um, <laughs> and yeah, assumed that um, that uh, Frank like liked them and was friends yes. with them, and he's like, they never liked me, they never <laughs> liked me, um, even though Riffraff like had served him and they were effectively like the same level. He had, he was the the servant, you know, for the whole time, mm. and so yeah um Dr. Scott is like you did the right thing uh fine by me this whole everything that's happened here <laughs> all good I'm gonna defer to the man holding the gun <laughs> yeah um, and yes uh riffraff uh uh apologizes for what happened to Eddie said like says that 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 wouldn't have happened um if he was in control and mm. um yeah and Dr. Scott's well he says maybe, maybe it was for the best <laughs> about his own dead nephew Wild Yeah. Um, anyway over that we get the crash sounded on the run by the way uh, so good um, and yes they it's they have to get out of there quick because the whole house Gareth is being ba- beamed back to the planet yeah. of transsexual in the galaxy Transylvania is the reveal ah yeah He was sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. You see? It all makes Mm, sense. There was a
0: comma hidden in the song.
1: Yeah. The classic hidden comma in the song. Mm -hmm. Breathe comma in the air.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So over this like echo after the crash, um, we see Frank's. Uh, body frank and rocky's body just floating in the water which is just mm. it's such a brutal hit in that in that part of the of the album um and yeah uh we get a brief reprise of the time warp as the um the house itself is uh beamed back into space it lifts off like the fucking castle from the black fortress from Kroll. Um, mm. it's got, mm, yes, uh, it's got the, uh, a, um, beautiful rainbow above it, uh, here in the morning and, um, yeah, just after the storm, of course. And mm. yeah, it lifts off, it presumably flies back to outer space and we see a shot from above as, um, the trio of, uh, heroes here, uh, like rolling around in the wreckage of the house and, Uh, the camera lens furiously rotates and this transitions into a spinning globe. Yeah. Um, for the final remarks from the criminologist, um, who gives like a poem about the human race and how like insignificant humanity is compared to like this to outer space and everything. He says, crawling on the planet's face, some insects called the human race and mm.
0: that just that sounds like pink floyd lyrics i'm not gonna lie a hundred percent yeah i had to check like i googled it like what is this from it's from something and no it's just from the song
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's a good pink one floyd
0: heard it or pink floyd said it while they were in the zen room but unfortunately yeah they didn't get to the studio in time
1: and yeah that's pretty much it he like turns the lights off and leaves the room leaves us in the mm. room with the spinning glowing globe Um, for the credits and the credits are done, uh, (laughs) similar fashion to 1984's Dune. Um, (laughs) just only because recency bias, it's, (laughs) I've seen it and, uh, yeah, all the characters appear, um, and shots from the film here. Um, yeah, really lovely for the, the end with the classic, um, the blood spatter font and the time vocals kicking in. Right as the credits start rolling. So there you go. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. What no. did you think? How did it sink? Gareth.
0: Oh, man. Well, look, if I'd been... If the VHS had been stopped and I'd been sent to bed mm. after time warp, I probably would have been like, yeah, not bad. But then it just keeps... The sink start coming once it starts getting sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so- once, you know, once it's... <laughs> grown-up time Ooh. you can start listening to pink floyd some very sexy and things yeah some very sexy things so i think it's got to be a very sexy seven mm. or something. what do you reckon i like that the 67 yeah
1: i'm fully on board with that i was very yeah. surprised by the amount of things that were lining up here um as yeah we said before it's hard when you're doing a musical because there's so many mm-hmm. things to keep track of but yeah i was catching stuff and i was like damn okay all right Rocky Horror God. Yeah. Rocky Horror God hands. All right. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, very good. Very happy
1: with that seven. Lock it in.
0: Yeah. Plot it. Draw the seven however you like, listeners, but just make sure that's a sexy seven. Oh, yeah. I'm putting like a little line through my seven that's a bit
1: curly. Just dripping, my- <laughs> dripping with blood.
0: <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well... <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. It felt so good to watch a movie and have some good things.
1: Yeah, man. Oh, we It's back. been.
0: It's been a while. Yeah, so we thank you, Rocky Horror. We thank you very much. And it's made me want to, you know, continue this, continue this journey. So mm. I've crunched some of the numbers. I've looked at our two tens. Our two tens are famously. Independence Day Amazing, and yeah. Jaws. Yeah. Both 10 out of 10 movies designed solely to sync with Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. So I looked at what they've got in common, and it's obviously Sharks and Will Smith. <laughs> uh-huh. And there's only one film where those two go together, and it's DreamWorks Shark Tale. So we better sync oh, that. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Okay. We're working at the car wash next week. we car wash, yeah. Oh, man very excited okay yeah
1: man what a wow oh, man that's gonna be a
0: that's gonna be a whole journey okay right and i if anyone in this world like their top two favorite movies are rocky horror fiction show and shark tale <laughs> <laughs> i hope you i hope you're out there listener
1: and we're providing <laughs> we're fighting the good fight for you providing the service yeah uh sing floyd uh, pod on gmail at gmail.com sing floyd pod on twitter sing floyd pod on youtube sing floyd pod on on Spotify, Spotify premium, Spotify, (laughs) uh, not premium with all the good ads in there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, get at us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, we're on Facebook and stuff. I'm liking that, like the people who find us on Facebook, Mm. because obviously if you don't pay Facebook, you just get buried. So yeah, I like, I'm liking that people, two people keep reacting with the little care emoji every time they see one of our yeah. posts. Shout-outs like, oh, if you care. you guys care. are doing it. You're doing well. If you, so if you listen listened this far, send us a little care emoji. Please. Please take care of me. I require yes, constant approval. It does feel like that, like, when it's like, um... Because I think it's your brother's been doing it. It's like, <laughs> oh, he's worried about us. He is. Oh, what a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. And speaking of sweethearts, I've been Gareth Blacklock. I've been Sweet 16, Sweetheart James Barron. Uh, this has been Sink Floyd, and until next time, we'll see you, Shiver, with Antissa.